Good day, bikers. Jimmy here. It gives me great pleasure to remind you to stay tuned until the end of the show to listen to a promo from our Cussing Cousins, formerly the Kids on Bikes podcast and now rebranded as the Bike Brigade. When I was just starting out, it was these folks who I turned to for inspiration and advice. They've dealt with my endless thoughts of self-doubt and kept me inspired when the ideas have run dry. David, Diane, Kate, Erin, James and the best of GMs, Dan, I love you all and what you're doing. And we will do that crossover soon. Now, on with the show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 16 of... Brits on Bikes. My name's Jimmy Sprinkles and with me as always is Eve. Hey uh. And Kat. Hello. How are we all guys? I'm doing pretty okay. I am bloody hot. It's boiling in my man cave this evening. It's horrible and muggy as well. Just I know, in it's general. gross. Yeah. And we're doing that horrible British thing of complaining about the weather. So Of course. Let's just let's just stop right there. But it's Brits on Bikes. What is What's more British than complaining about the weather? It's only 90 degrees out right now. I have no idea what that means. Is it means it's really hot. <laughs> okay. We're just going to get straight on into things tonight. It's the start of a new day. You do have school to go to. Is it the same usual routine as always? Is Dee, are you going to go meet Sally? Hmm. Huh? What's, what's the Uncle Tommy situation down the stairs? Uncle Tommy is a creature of habit, and as you get downstairs, you find him eating a slice of toast and marmalade whilst reading the Marsh Haven News. Okay. Um. Good morning, D. <laughs> Hi, Uncle Tommy. Um, do yourself a favour. Uh, tuck your shirt in, will you? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Well, bye. Uh, okay then, bye. I was just trying to peek around the corner and <laughs> see if you're here. <laughs> Alright, so what are you doing? That's I'm heading out. I got okay. all my usual crap. Say so it's my gun because I don't have that anymore. No problem at all. Sally, what are you doing just before the start of the day? Getting up, feeding the fish, observing that it probably needs cleaning out. But that is a job for another day. Um, going downstairs, being ignored, probably. Um, okay, well, you get downstairs and there is just your mum in the kitchen. She says, oh, Sally, Sally. Yes, morning, morning. Would you like some breakfast? Sure, what's up? She just plonks a bowl of cereal down in front of you. Oh, nothing, nothing. I, I was just making sure that you're eating properly and you have been keeping up with your homework, haven't you? Of course. Well, I shall be speaking to Mrs Nocturne. Okay. Oh, um, and by the way, um, your sister has a competition on Friday, so uh, I'm not going to be here. Um, you'll have to make tea for yourself. Okay. All right. Is there anything you want to do, say? I'll just, just munch the cereals. Okay, you munch the cereals. <laughs> Your mum waves goodbye to you as she heads out the door on one of her errands. So, Sally, you're munching on cereal when you hear a knock at the door. I guess I'll go and open the door mm. yep. with a mouthful and of cereal. 
on the doorstep is D. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I got a mouthful of cereal. <laughs> so, uh, you ate a walk or what? Mm. Is, just give me a second. Chum, 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 chum. <laughs> I have these toasts. Like, and I just, like, walked out because <laughs> Uncle Tommy startled me. <laughs> yeah, I I will invite D in to raid the kitchen. Okay. Cool, I'd do a raid. If only you had some garbage pie. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That was very good pie. <laughs> <laughs> you have your fill and you head out the door. You're heading off as is your normal routine. It's nothing out of ordinary. You're ambling along. You're comfortable in each other's company. You see a few people also going on their way to school and to work. There is one thing that you do notice, however. As you begin to approach closer towards town, you see a table just on the edge of the road, just the other side of the school, just at the top of New Cross Street. And at the table are a couple of figures with a sign just underneath the table saying, Community Guard, sign up now. It's, it's the thing. You want to go sign up for the Community Guard? I really, really don't. I kind of want to sign up for the Community Guard. I mean, you, I, I don't think they'll let you, but we could probably use an inside man. <clears throat> um, yeah, okay. So... Yeah, I'll go, uh, I'm gonna go up there and sign up for the community guy. Are you sure you don't want to come with me? I mean, I'll walk up there with you, but I'm not signing up. Okay. You head on over to the table, and sat at the table is the Reverend Donnie Doogood. And hey, he's Donnie. Oh, hello. Uh, shouldn't you be in school? Yeah, no, we're on our way over there. I saw this. Oh, I see. Marvellous. Because education is very important. Yeah, that's what they tell me. What you um, got going on? Can you make great rolls for me, please? Big dice, big dice, big dice. Fourteen. I got a nine. Okay, you both manage that, no problem. It's been a while since you've seen the good reverend out and about. And he looks a little bit different from the last time you saw him. Sally, you're familiar with Donnie. Dee, you remember him from the demolition and the evacuation. Yeah. He he looks slightly different. Um, He's gone as his usual cardigan and dog collar combo. And instead he wears a, a smart casual shirt with no tie and the top button open. There's an unruly jungle of chest hair spilling out the top and his hair seems to have grown slightly longer and it's a god he's one of them shaggy gray mane and the the beginnings of a beard growing on his chin he still has that simpering look of obedience about him but yeah he just seems to be a little bit more informal he's one of them well donnie look at you though well yeah well, you let yourself go there. Well, I find um, Derek, isn't it? No, Steve. Oh, okay, Steve. Uh, no, D, 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 D. Oh, oh, oh! I, I apologise. I'm sorry. Well, you see, D, I, I understand that sometimes you know we have to we have to move with the times. Um, 
which is why, yeah, I, I perhaps altered my image somewhat. Um, now, what can I do for you? I, I am you rather busy. Are you still the Reverend? Because you're not wearing the Reverend thingy. Oh, yes, absolutely. It's not mandatory. I still have my jobs, my parishioners, my calling. Huh. I thought it was mandatory. I thought it was like a uniform. Oh, no, no, no. Of course I wear it when I'm giving services, but I have other jobs to do today. Okay. So what could I do for you? What, uh, what you got going on? Oh, we're just, um, we're just having a bit of a drive for the community guard. There's been a lot of rather unpleasant things going on in Marshhaven recently, and it's about time we take control of the streets. What unpleasant things? Yeah. Well, you know, the, the crime seems to be on the up and up. I've had all manner of vandalism taking place in and around the church. What kind of vandalism? Gravestones have been damaged and painted upon. Bus shelters vandalised. It's just, it's, well, it's just not cricket. And we should, uh, we should take a stand. The police are doing nothing, so we're asking for volunteers. Some uh, wascally teenagers, huh? Well, I wouldn't like to point fingers. We're going to point fingers anyways, though, huh? So, uh, oh, what happens if I sign up? Oh, I'm sorry, you can't sign up. You're, you're, you're... Not old enough, I'm afraid. Oh, come on, man. Like, you, we found the stone! The Reverend looks from side to side a little bit conspiratorially, and he says, Well, listen, between you and me, there may be plans in place to start up a, a, a junior section of the community guard, and I'm sure you would be an excellent candidate. And you too, miss. Wait a minute. I thought that you were in charge of this whole thing. Can't you just, like, say, like, be like, hey, uh, we can do the thing? We're having a slight restructuring, and we're changing things up a little bit. We've had uh, some rather generous support, and we're hoping to really make a difference in Marsh Haven. But it's baby steps, you understand. We have to start with the guard to begin with, and then maybe, uh, at some point, you can come and join us too. Okay. Alright. Well, I mean, like, any any insider scoops on some of the things you got going up? It's not really my place to say at the moment. There's still a, a lot to be discussed. Who, who's, whose place is it? <laughs> can I take a sneaky look at his sign-up sheet to see if anyone's signed up already? Okay, you can take a look at the sign-up sheet. A sneaky look. That's got to be a grit roll, really. Probably. I'm going to roll terribly now. Oh, another nine. You see a couple of names on there that you recognise. One of them is Malcolm Neep. Oh, of course. And another one is a bit of a surprise to you. It's Seamus Cole. Interesting. Hmm. We should try and recruit him to, to our, our own offshoot of the book club. <laughs> Eve looks very enthusiastic at that. That's because Seamus Cole's a... Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> Dude, it's a day. I am under no illusions that he is not. <laughs> Listen, children, I really do have to be getting on. These sign-up sheets aren't going to sign themselves. And he gestures at you as if to say farewell. Yeah, okay. why not? All right, so you head over towards the school and to the front gates. As you get there, you can hear a loud noise. Just as you're about to get through the gates, you hear an enormous 
roar of motors and engines and driving straight down New Cross Street, much to the chagrin of, of Donnie, who, who looks at them distastefully, is the disciples. You can see Cassie at the front, tearing down the road. D, you would probably recognise a chopper that's in, yeah, souped up and is obviously of her own making, or certainly somebody who knows what they're doing. And you can see her fellow disciples riding just behind her. You do know it's Weege, and Weege actually even gives you a little bit of a wave as, as, as they yeah. walk past. Way back. The final person to drive past is make a grip roll for me. So I already know who this is. person is. I'm 90% sure I know who this is. I got another nine. I call oh, That's a pretty good roll for you. <laughs> what did you get, D? 16. You both recognise him. It's um, Michael Fowle that is the final one. As he drives past the school, he bumps up onto the pavement and drives directly past the Reverend and just slides his hand along the table. Nice. Leaflets and sign-up sheets go absolutely everywhere. And Michael's honking on a horn thing that's on his... Well, that, do, they, do motorbikes have hooters? I think they could. You could probably mount a bike horn on one. Yeah, yeah, no, like they. Like, pretty sure they can have proper horns, like an air horn or something like that. <laughs> but yeah, they just go um, cycling off uh, or motoring, motorbiking off. What's the verb? Riding. Riding. Thank you. Why can I not word tonight? <laughs> it's a good thing you're not recording a podcast it is okay yeah so they go riding off and you can see that the the reverend is just absolutely fuming he's just like blah, 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 blah. yep and you guys head into school wait wait i wanted to i wanted to to pretend to help him collect things and look for more names or contact information like addresses okay all right, I want so you, to be sneaky sneaks. Okay, so you rush over to the Reverend as he starts to pick up leaflets. Tell me what you're doing. Um, I'm helping him gather things. Okay, um, the Reverend looks down at you as you start to hand him leaflets and he goes, oh, oh thank you, young lady. That's, that's very kind, very charitable of you. Make a grit roll for me. If I get another nine, I call shenanigans. Six, not shenanigans. You don't manage to catch any names. It's it's mainly, I mean, there's only like, when you were looking at the table, there was only like a clipboard with a sign-up sheet on. Yeah. And the Reverend's already picked up the clipboard. All you've got around you is leaflets. I will let you have an adversity token for that. Thank you. You should also take a leaflet. Oh, yeah, I'm going to take a leaflet. Okay, that's fine. All right, so you guys head into school, yeah? Yeah. Yes. Okay, you go into school. Mrs. Nocturne is, like, disgusted to have you in her class again, as usual. Registration is the normal diabolical pain that it always is. And the bell rings and you head off to your first class. Right, okay, so is there anything you want to do at school today that has any bearing on our on our plot? Ah, uh, is there anything that we need to steal? Um, you, you mentioned disguises again. Yeah, I don't think there's any like good adult disguises here. No. You never know. We might be able to find something else that they've recently done a school play of. Oh, yeah, but like stealing it in the middle of a school day. 
It's one thing breaking in after school. It's a whole different <laughs> breaking in in the middle of school. Check out Deeg taking the moral high ground. That is something I did not expect. <laughs> that's, that's not a moral quandary. That's a logical one. Like, you, you don't, you don't like break into the place while everyone's there. It's hardly well, that's the breaking thing. We're in. We're already in. It's no, there's no breaking involved. We're already there. Yeah, but there's like people standing around and watching you and stuff. <laughs> Fine, that's fine. We don't have to do it. Okay, so are we saying this is just another normal day at school for you? Probably, yes. Yeah, aside, aside from like the, you know, oh, hey, uh, we gotta stop the apocalypse in two days. <laughs> well, there's that, yeah. You get on as best you can through school. It's a bit of a drag, but you, you survive as you always do. The bell rings at ten past three, and it's time for you to leave. Hooray! Cool. Alright, so uh, I bought clothes, I'm gonna go get changed real quick. I'm probably not gonna bother. Yeah, of course you're not gonna bother. <laughs> Do you change this into street clothes? So you're going home to get changed into street clothes? Oh, Sally, no, I brought get... my clothes. Oh, you got your clothes with you. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Okay, so you get changed, and you head out of the school. Where would you like to go? Alright, so wanna shoot over to to the bar what is this bar's name again? It's the Nook and Cranny, wasn't it? The Nook and Cranny, that's right. Alright, so uh you wanna go over to the Nook and Cranny? Okay. Alright, so like this this is how I'm thinking we do it. Okay. Okay. You are better at sneaking than I am. You're a very sneaky person. I don't know if you noticed. So, I'm going to give you... That doesn't sound like a compliment. Yeah, no, you're bit... No, that's a, a super compliment with spies. <laughs> well, Alright, so I'm going to give you these here lockpicks. Okay. And I, you know how you use them, right? Can't, in theory. Yeah, I don't know how you use them either. But it can't be that hard. So, I'll give you these. And you're going you're gonna to sneak around the back. Hopefully there'll be like a little basement window or something that you can just kind of slip into. And I want to go around front and distract this clown. That way he ain't bothering you down there, you know? So, okay. yeah. Yeah, look around for any clues about what's going to be happening. Um, if there's any like weird like wounds on the floor or whatever, you just take, take your shoe and just like, scuff them up. Like, like in the, like, like in under the barn. Yeah. And then, like, uh, yeah, like, well, we can, uh, see you think Paul steal it. <laughs> Not steal, that's stealing. Oh, yeah, but we're stealing from the bad guys. It's still stealing. To save the world. Can you both make brains rolls for me, please? No, but I will. <laughs> I got a one. I got a two. Hey, Sally, you think this is a great idea. <laughs> what does Dee think? Dee's convinced uh, <laughs> that he's got had the greatest idea ever. Yeah, it's a very good plan. This can only go well. You head out of school with your plan firmly set in place. As you get to the school gates, I suppose somebody better keep an eye on you two. What are you up to now? Sally hears in her head. Is that Nettles? 
Nettles has just padded round the corner. I, I'm going to turn to D. Do, did we trust Nettles? Because he's kind of book club. No, I mean, he's a dog. and He's a talking dog. Didn't they, they kept saying that he wasn't, like, you know, with them, with them. He's kind of like uh, his own thing. Like, but is that a good thing or a bad thing? I am here, you know. I can hear you. Yeah, well, it's very rude to eavesdrop. It's not eavesdropping if you're within the vicinity. It is. So it's say, listening in on people's conversations. That's eavesdropping, and it's very say rude. Say what you have to say, dear Sally. S- Sally I'm quit- saying it, but you keep cutting me off. Sally, quit yelling at the dog. We're waiting for the school. He's being there are rude. other people walking around here that ain't going to be seen with a dog talker. <laughs> <laughs> Make him stop. Do you point at point at Nettles and goes, Bad dog <laughs> Nettles once again rolls his eyes as only Nettles can. It's very disconcerting <laughs> when you do that. Sally, I must say, you are starting to flourish. You have every right to distrust me. You have every right to distrust everyone, and so you should. But uh, I can assure you, I am merely an impartial observer. So that would explain why you're no help, and I will saunter off. <laughs> okay. Sally huffs off, leaving UD and Nettles stood there looking at one another. Sally, what are you D goes trotting off after Sally and Nettles. If he had shoulders, they would slump and he'd slouch after you. Does he have a tail? He's got like a little stump. You know, like little co- like little corgi butts. They don't really have tails, do they? Uh, they, they do. They just traditionally were docked. Because yeah, they'd just be like, oh, a little tail drop. <laughs> Sad puppy. No, he's got like... You know, like those gifts of Corgi's butts. Yeah, he's got one of those. Got like a little, a little nubbin, <laughs> little wiggly butt. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you're heading off to the pub, is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay, so you head on over to the Nook and Cranny pub, which I think we established was roughly about here. Yes, that sounds right. Sure. So <laughs> it's not too far from school. Whereabouts do you want to go initially? Um, I want to try I and think... sneak around the back of it. Yeah, uh, we're gonna like uh, take a like. He's gonna walk with her to the back to just like find her a good spot to look in, and then go around, start distracting the owner. Let me just give you a kind of lowdown of of what this scene looks like. You've got the pub on that little corner just here, and there are rows of other buildings. In fact, all along there, it's just old townhouses. Some of them are inhabited, some of them are not. And if you were to go up Columbus Road, there is a side alley that leads on to the backs of those houses and the pub. That is where we will head then. Okay, so you can go down the side alley and when you get to the point where the pub is, it's all fenced off and there's a gate. Is it like a tall fence? It's taller than the two of you, but it's not like huge. It's not like Henderson Warehouse's size. Fences, the bane of our existence. <laughs> is there any like gate gates or anything? Yeah, there, there is a gate. It's just whether or not we could avoid creaky hinges. It's the worst case scenario. We open up the gate and it starts creaking, and we stop opening up the gate. Basically, yes. 
Okay. Well, let's <laughs> let's 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 try that out. Do you want to make sure that you're all situated before they start going and bugging the owner? <laughs> okay. Let's let's open the gate then. Yeah. Very slowly. That's my sound effect. It's very good. <laughs> Thank you. You're lucky enough to discover the gate is in fact open and you make your way in. Now, inside is a small yard. There isn't a huge amount in this area. There is a shed. There are a few what look like broken bar tables. There's a small pile of kegs. There is what you can only assume is the back door. And there is also a smaller pair of doors which make a brain throw for me hey four and a two so i got a six i got a 20 all right well both of those are fine rolls yeah fine (laughs) they're fine rolls (laughs) you hazard a guess quite correctly that those smaller doors are the doors to the beer cellar okay so first things first Let's check out the shed, you know? You never know. There might be some some incriminating stuff in there. Exactly. And then after that, you're gonna you're gonna get to work opening up them them cellar doors, right? And then okay. while you're doing that, I'm gonna run around front and start bugging the owner. I'll figure that out on the fly. This is a great plan. This is a really good plan. So yeah, let's go over to that shed real quick. Okay. Okay, you head on over to the shed and you realise that on the front of the door is a large padlock. Give me my lockpicks real quick. Here you go. Sweet. I'll lockpick that puppy. Roy, I am... I'm trying to decide between grit or flight. I think it, is, it should be grit. Because it's kind of kind criminal. Of, but it's kind of dexterous as well, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I guess. I, I think I think D would approach it from a criminal standpoint. I think it should be grit when D's rolling it and flight <laughs> when Sally's rolling it. And that's not at all because that's our D20 skills. That makes sense to me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Gone, Eve. Roll grit. Sweet. Ah, big money. That's a nine. You insert the the pick into the padlock and you begin to give it a little bit of a jiggle. Two minutes go by and you still haven't managed to pick this lock. Would you like to try again? Yeah. If this doesn't do it, then I guess we're, we're doomed. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen, Ooh. so that's... 24. Okay, you continue to work at the lock. Bead of sweat rolls slowly down your forehead as you concentrate and listen ever so carefully. And all of a sudden you hear a click and the padlock pops open. I did it! I did it! (laughs) Oh my god, that was amazing! What would you like to do? Pop that lock off, drop it in my pocket, now I have a padlock. Without a key. Yeah, without a key. That that means whatever I lock up with it can't unlock <laughs> it. It can be your practice pick lock thing. I, I do That's have true. a chain, and so I can really f*** <laughs> someone over. 
Oh my god, that would be so useful if we find stuff that we need to keep away from from the from the bad guys as our saboteur role. Okay. Yeah, uh, back and inside. Okay, you open up the door. You can't actually get inside because it's at absolutely crammed to the rafters with old pub chairs. Makes that's, sense. That's it? Yep. I think we should take one in order to make accessing the beer cellar easier because often those things have like a dumb waitery thing and it would just be like a drop. Okay. Um, I don't think I would know that in character, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, that's nowhere near as exciting as I was hoping it would be. But you learned a new skill. What can be more rewarding than that? I mean, it was pretty cool, and I do have a padlock now. <laughs> okay, so do you hand lock picks back to back to Sally? All right, you get to work on that door. I'm gonna wind around, and we're gonna bug the dude. Sally, are you going for the back door or the cellar door? Cellar door. Again, this has a padlock on it, mm-hmm. as expected for a. Uh, a jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. All right, so I'm just going to leave you there for a moment. D, tell me what you want to do. I'm going to run around front and walk right through them front doors. So you walk through the doors of the Nakunkrani pub. Now, the pub is one of the largest in Marshhaven, and as you walk through the door, you see the bar right in front of you, and it runs the length of the back wall. Keeping with the name of the pub, there is, as you glance around, you can see that there's an assortment of nooks all around the building, almost like hidey holes, where tables and booths have been placed so people can have privacy. It's the mythical pub with infinite corners. Yeah. (laughs) There are a variety of tables of a variety of different sizes, round, rectangle. How many uh, people... In, in like cloaks with their faces <laughs> hidden are hidden in like the corner and like look very obviously look like they're ready to give me a quest <laughs> how many of them have glowing question marks above their head I've, 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 rolled a, I've rolled a d20 and there's actually 16 of them <laughs> all sat there smoking pipes looking quite brooding uh, yeah d, d gets way too many quests because they just <laughs> go from one right to the next and now that quest log's <laughs> like four pages long and oh, you've completely forgotten your main objective because now <laughs> yeah, you're just bogged like, down side now, quests. now I've got 10 million side quests I'm going to be way over leveled for the main quest <laughs> <laughs> so you go in you see all these like little nooks that have been turned into booths you can see an assortment of different sized tables around the central space of the pub you can also see to the right hand side along the back wall there is a very simple stage and there's what's more than likely on busy nights something of a dance floor in front of the stage area i mean it's by the by because this place is almost completely empty there are Two old guys sat at the bar, one at one end, one at the other. The grafters. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, those are the usuals. 
they probably don't smell great. <laughs> well, they're just sat there. They've got their backs to you, so you can't actually see them. And dolefully wiping a few glasses, it seems to be like one barman who hasn't really paid you any attention at all. There is a smattering of people, let's say... Hang on, I'm going to roll for it. There are five people in total sat away from the bar at tables. Three are in a group huddled together, and there are another two... A, a woman and a man who seem to be engaged in a conversation. All right, well, I mean, I don't care about none of them people. I just got to keep the bar guy from going in the back room. Um, so uh, do you just go walk in, just, like, walk right up to the bar and sit down? Is there, like, a jar of, like, pickled eggs or something? <laughs> uh, almost definitely there is a jar of pickled eggs wait can we say that it's like right next to the right next to the barman yeah no problem i mean traditionally pickled eggs are normally kept just next to the till i don't know why that is but they always seem to be it's for the impulse purchasing rolls up there it's like those nice pickled egg oh like it just just sits down like stares at the barkeep <laughs> I, I've, I've got to ask, just just as an aside, I was I I didn't know you guys knew about pickled eggs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, like uh, they aren't very common, but they're there, and like it's it's kind of one of those things where it's just in the public awareness, even though it's not something you usually see at bars, unless they're like old school bars. Oh, there are stories. People have heard of them. You know a guy who knows a guy who ate one. <laughs> my, my mom used to like go like her 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 dad apparently hung out like at this one bar, and she would go with him and just sit at the bar and eat pickled eggs. Whoa, gross! That I just, think, that's just I think it's fucking wild i've never had a pickled <laughs> egg and the concept of it grosses me the fuck out but if i was really drunk i'm probably i'd probably eat one are you are you guys familiar with um the notion of pork scratchings um, they call them pork rinds yeah oh okay okay yeah i yeah. love pork rinds oh my god so do i as well especially when they're all juicy in the middle i'm not a fan well <laughs> oh, they're so good i, I like them like a hat and space. Are you actually going to sit at one of the bar stools? Yeah. As you go and sit down, you instinctively pull yourself in and the and the stool scrapes across the floor. And as it does so, the guy who's wiping the glasses looks up and he says, Yes, how can I help you? Uh, one beer, please. <laughs> <laughs> he, um... He stops wiping his glass and he straightens up and you now realise that this is the guy that the phrase barrel-chested was invented for. He is a large, well-built gentleman. He has a shaved head and it looks like no neck. Yeah, I know them guys. <laughs> he has a tattoo of a tear just at the corner of his eye and a swallow just on the corner of his hand. Oh, yeah, no, um, I definitely know them guys. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't move from, from where he stood. He's about six foot away from you, just down the other end of the bar. And he says, 
You're a bit young to be drinking beer, ain't ya? Yeah, no, that's a joke, but I don't find it very funny. Now, what do you want? I, I was actually gonna... Uh, well, you see, my Uncle Tommy, um, he's wanting to come out. This is a little uh, shindig y'all got going on tomorrow night. But, see, he's he's got this terrible fear of, like, public places, like, lighting on fire and stuff. So, like, he sent me out here to, like, assess y'all's fire protocol and all that. Are you telling me that you think my pup is a danger? No, 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 that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, he does this with every single building in town. I, I don't know if you've ever met him. Make a charm roll for me, please. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. He's their accountant. Five. Take an adversity token. <laughs> <laughs> he places the glass down and he walks slowly towards you. He never loses contact with your eyes. Now, listen here, boy. I don't know what your game is. I'm not interested in your Uncle Tommy, your Aunt Jemima, your Cousin Freddy, or God knows what else. Now do yourself a favour and off. Ooh, that's how you get your stuff broken. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, alright. I'm sorry. I was here under false pretenses. See, I actually was thinking about putting on a little bit of a magic show. <laughs> <laughs> D D does the D does D does their their coin trick. Just like kind of like snaps has the silver dollar. We'll do my little roll for it, and I will spend my adversity token for it if need be. <laughs> roll charm for me. Oh nope, that's two. Ooh. You reach into your pocket and produce a silver dollar with a flourish while waving your other hand across your face in what you perceive to be a magical way. The barman continues to stare at you unblinking. You persevere, elaborately showing him both sides of the coin, a full-on cheesy grin on your face. You make a sudden movement with your hands and... <laughs> My wife ran off with a magician. <laughs> Oh. Uh. Are you sure she didn't just disappear in a disappearing act? I, I, I'm not going to say what Kat just said because I don't <laughs> think I want to die. <laughs> Very sorry to hear that, mister. If you aren't going to purchase anything, I suggest you go. Try and purchase a beer again. I have no time for children. Ask for a lemonade. I don't have any money, do I? I thought you did. No, he spent it all on lockpicks. Oh. Uh, well, I'm just going to have go west of him. <laughs> Toilets are for paying customers only. So unless you've got some money, I suggest you skedaddle. Pronto. Um, we got a silver dollar. <laughs> <laughs> That's not worth very much these days. Okay, I'm going to leave you there, just pondering your existence for a moment. <laughs> Sally. Yes. Well, what would you like to do? 
I would like to attempt to pick the padlock. Okay, then. Can you make a grit roll for me, please? Boo. Three. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm afraid that's not going to do it, so take an adversity token. Can I, can I try again and add all my adversity tokens? What I'm going to do is because I'm setting a difficulty level on locks, so when Eve rolled her second roll, she hit the difficulty level. So you can have two more rolls. Okay. okay? I'm going to roll again. Think seven. Better. Get in there. Okay, I'm going to roll again, and yep. I'm going to add two adversity tokens to it. Okay. That's a three, making five. So that's uh, that's 15 altogether. Yeah. You manage to... <gasps> pop the lock yay i feel very accomplished okay so what's your plan very proud of you i'm gonna pocket the padlock because apparently d likes those <laughs> we'll work for padlocks <laughs> and, and and try and open the doors without making too much noise for real fill up a sock full of padlocks <laughs> and you got yourself a very terrifying weapon I could just put my 91 pence into a sock. That might, that might do some damage. Knock someone pretty good. You open the door into the cellar. It's what you'd expect of a cellar. There is a fairly low ceiling. It's cold. There are kegs all plugged into lines, obviously going up to the, the bar area. Make a grit roll for me, please. Grit. Two. Oh no. I had all my good grit rolls earlier. <laughs> Do I see a mouse and, and, and get disgusted? No, you, you actually don't see anything at all. It's, it's pretty dark in here. So, uh, um, light blind. Yeah. If only you had something to see with. I mean, I've got a torch. I guess I'll turn on my torch. Okay, so you turn on your torch... That attracts um, the zombies. And <laughs> what what so so what exactly are you looking for anything in particular? I'm looking for anything that looks like it shouldn't be in a cellar. Okay, so you scan around. Like, you know, piles of conspicuous copper wire or whatever. You scan the torch around and after like a minute or two of just randomly throwing the light about all over the place, you find a hatch in the ceiling. Mm. You can't actually reach, although the ceiling is low, it's not so low that should you should have can... brought one of those chairs. Do I have time to go and get one of those chairs? You would not actually know how much time you have. That's true. I want to go and get one of the chairs. Okay. No, make a brain as well for me. But, but I have a brain. Six. You reckon you could probably reach that hatch if you stood on one of those beer kegs? Can I move the beer kegs, though? Because I could probably pick up a chair. I'm not sure I could pick up a beer keg. Because I don't so want to, like, scrape it across the floor and, and okay, so you make noise. Okay, so you scan around the room and you can see that there are some kegs in here that aren't connected to pumps. Make a d10 roll for me. Three. All right, and now make a brawn roll for me. Five. Okay, so as luck would have it, you managed to find a keg that was empty. Hey! Um, you managed to lift it up, 
um, and very carefully. And you have to, you know, it, it takes a little bit of time. You manage to shuffle it just underneath the hatch. Yay! Okay, now I have to be incredibly. Now I have to see. Can I see through the like seam around the hatch at all? You can't know. Hmm. Can I see how it is like affixed? Is there like a a bolt? There's no bolt this side. There is. You can see the hinges. Mm-hmm. Does it open um, inwards or outwards based on what the hinges look like? It looks like it opens up. Okay. Hmm. This is this is troubling because what if it opens up into the middle of that stage, and then I will be seen by everyone. If you just lift it a teeny tiny bit, you're not there, D. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna make a grit roll to see if I have the nerve. I rolled a four. I don't think I have the nerve to open uh, it. Um, I don't know. Like you, th- you, I think you think that that. Low rolls mean total disaster, but actually a four in the system isn't that unacceptable. Oh, I was basically going for there's a 50% chance that I have the bottle to open it and four is less than five. So you're not going to open it? I think not. I'm okay. going to be really tempted and I'm going to dither and then I'm going to be concerned that I've been taking too long and I'm going to ruin your carefully laid plan. No, 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 not at all. While you're dithering, you can hear some muffled sounds. Although you can't actually hear any speech, well, 99% of the speech, the one thing you do hear is... Goth! Can I tell from, like, whereabouts it came? Like, is it directly above my head or is it, like, somewhere else? It's not directly above your head, no, but it is close. Okay, I'm definitely not opening the trapdoor then. Okay, no problem. And and making a sneaky brains roll, which Ooh. exploded into a 15, I'm going to assume that that <coughs> cough was directed at D and take evasive manoeuvres. Okay, so what are you doing? Um, How do these evasive manoeuvres work? <laughs> I'm going to attempt to put the barrel back where I found it. Oh, sorry, the keg. Okay. With a seven on brawn. Yeah, that's fine. And then I'm going to, like, I'm going to leave, but I'm not going to put the padlock back. So you're going to steal a padlock? I'm going to steal the padlock, yes. Okay, so you head out the basement, you close the doors. Are you staying in the yard? I think no. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go to the other side of the gate, but I'm not gonna leave the alleyway, so that when D comes looking, I will be around, but not anywhere too incriminating. All right. So whilst this is all going on, the barman, whose name is Neville, not that you know that, he has a little a little sticker. It says, "Hello, my name is Neville." <laughs> you killed my father. He is. Currently staring daggers at you, D. So uh, I'm just going to... I will give you this shiny silver dollar for one of them eggs. <laughs> make a... Make a charm roll. It's going to murder me. I want to fail this charm roll. That's a three. Jimmy, I don't want to die. <laughs> 
he continues to stand there. He doesn't react at all to what you have just said and just keeps staring daggers at you. So, um, I'm going to, um, go. I will catch you later, bud. You, uh, you have yourself a good one. Thank you again. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't move. You know, uh, Try uh, working on your people skills, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you head out. Where are you going? Uh, going on a very quick paced walk around back. Okay, so you head around back, and as you get around to the alley, you see Sally waiting at the entrance. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, that guy really, that guy was a real jerk. <laughs> And yeah, I none think of I that was my fault. Yeah, no. Uh, so I uh, should hope that you found something cool because I'm uncomfortable. Um, not really. I mean, there's there's a trap door in the ceiling that obviously opens. I didn't open it because it sounded like it opened really close to where the guy was standing because I heard him yell through it. Yeah, probably opened up behind the bot, don't they? Like. Got those, usually. Yeah, and 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 then there was just a lot of of kegs, and some of them were empty, but there was nothing like there there wasn't any fire, or fire materials. Unless the kegs were filled with uh, fire stuff. Well, you alcohol burns. Yeah, you wait. Um, okay. So, got the alcohol, then whatever fire monster this guy is planning on summoning. Okay, well, this didn't really get us as far as I'd like it to have gotten yeah. us. Um, by the way, I took this padlock. Oh, cool. You should keep that one because you might need a padlock. I want to keep my padlock. Oh, your padlock, pals. Okay, here's your lockpicks back. Oh, sweet. Make, <laughs> make sure that you actually write that down. What, that I have a padlock? Yeah, keep track of your inventory. I I do. What, what do you have in your inventory? I have a torch, a notebook, a pen and a pencil, and a purse with potential pocket money of 91 pence. And now a padlock. Lots of peas. I've got a bat, five baseballs, a glove, comics. Five gum, baseballs? Five baseballs. I don't know why I specifically have five, but I've got <laughs> five. A lighter, spare pants, flashlight, binoculars, <laughs> lockpicks, and a padlock. That's true. Didn't we all have lighters, or did you only buy the one? I, I'm pretty sure we all have lighters. Maybe I should have a lighter. You can have a lighter. Yay! Thank you, Jimmy. All right, so, guys, is there anything else you would like to do? Um, okay. So, uh, out here, not really. But boy, that guy really did not like me. <laughs> I tried to do a magic trick. Apparently, his wife left him for a freaking magician. Oh man, that what? is unlucky. Yeah, why? 
like this crazy. <laughs> so I don't think that would be a good idea for me to spend much more time around here visible. I still don't know enough magic to turn invisible. Yeah. Maybe maybe we should look at the other clues that we have. Like like that, that plume of the host thing. Yeah, okay. So, I am pretty useless, like, in terms of, like, research and whatnot. Okay, so we're being, we're being honest now. We're okay. Not, we're not... We're not lying about nothing, so I ain't gonna lie about it. I ain't that smart. I know it's a surprise, but I'm not very good with, like, the books and stuff. You're and really good at, like, the street smarts, though. Well, thank you. I'll try. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm gonna leave that to your capable hands. So, you're gonna, you should go try to figure out what the poem of the host is. I'm going to use street smart to uh, scrounge us up some disguises. That way, we can secret our way right on past this clown's nose. <laughs> and okay. uh, into the bar, and we can get right up there and foil these plans. Oh, so I've been thinking about it. Wait, fire guy, what if, what if, hear me out, we had... A water guy on our side. How would we have a water? <gasps> the water, the, 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 yeah. Yeah, the weird fish. It wasn't a fish. It was a weird fish. It was like a dragon. It looked like a weird fish. You know, like a seahorse? It, it wasn't a fish. It was made of water. No, fish is made of fish. It looked like a weird fish to me. That makes no sense. Yeah, like you made friends with the white. It's like your buddy. I I don't know how to talk to it though. I uh, go up to uh that fountain and be like, "Hey, bud, wanna <laughs> beat up them guys that were jerks?" I I guess I could try. Yeah, I mean, what's the worst thing that happens? You don't show up. All right, that's his problem. <laughs> We, That's kind of our problem. We won't plan for him to be involved, but if he is, hey, more power to us, right? True. So, yeah, like, I don't know, go ask, hey, maybe you get a sign, we can implement the weird fish into the plan. If not, no big. It's not a fish. It's a fish. It's not a fish. You showed me that picture. That thing was a fish. I saw the thing. I think it's a big, weird fish. I have a fish. I will show you what fish look like. I know what fish looks like. If that thing looked like a big, weird fish. It didn't look like a fish. It's a fish. I'm leaving. I'm going to go get the sizes. Okay. As succinctly as possible, tell me what you're both going to do. Uh, he's going home to uh, just dig a bunch of <laughs> out of the attic, gather a bunch of... Like, just... Whatever, like, random clothes stuff I can scrounge up from home and then go from there. Okay. And Sally? I'm going to go to the fountain and talk to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, then. Well, Sally, we'll start with you then because you're actually not too far away from the Franklin Roundabout. Yeah. You head on over there. It's still relatively early. It's, you know, kind of half five, 
20 to 6 time. So there are cars still about, there are people still around, but yep, you wander along until eventually you come across the roundabout. You're currently stood opposite it. You're going to need to cross the road. Okay, uh, I cross the road. So you get across the road and you find yourself at the fountain. It is, as always, just gurgling away there. What would you like to do? I would like to take a penny out of my purse and flick it into the fountain. Mark your your sheet. You now have 90 pence. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm 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 not even going to ask you to roll to flick your penny. Yay! All right, so you you throw the penny in. What do you want to do? I want to make a wish that uh, that that I can talk to the knucker with with my penny. <laughs> okay, so you throw the penny in. You close your eyes and you wish as hard as your little teenage heart can wish, <laughs> as if your life depended on it. N- nothing happens. <laughs> Try actually talking to the fish. Okay, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try talking to it the same way that I talk to nettles because I'm guessing that I, it like feels different. And I'm just gonna be like, hello. Make a charm roll for me. Oh no, three. You implement the the the, the same technique that you use to communicate with nettles. You don't hear anything. You don't see anything. Um, in fact, nothing has really changed. Yeah, that's it, really. Okay, I have one more attempt. Okay. I pull out the magic mirror thing. <laughs> okay. And I try very hard to talk to the knucker with that. Nephilim? No. Or the knucker? The knucker, the dragon dude. Oh, okay, sorry. We don't want to blow air on the fire. That might snuff it out, though. You look into your scrying mirror. This is going to cost you psychic energy. That is fine. You look in the mirror. You concentrate hard. I can't remember what it was we said you needed to roll. I think it was brains. It was brains, yeah, because there was like a willpower. Yeah, okay, yeah, roll brains for me. That's a four. The only thing you see is yourself. All right, I'm just going to leave you there for a second. D. Yeah. Go for it. All right. So yeah, I'm uh, rolling home. Um, is Uncle Tommy in? No, he's not. Okay. Um, in that case, yeah, I am going to go up to the attic. All right, you head up to the attic. Start digging through boxes. Okay, so you open the hatch to the attic. You wander in. It's fairly organized in there you have been in there before yeah. there's a few boxes around there's a battered old reel-to-reel machine there's there's numerous things in there so you start digging through the boxes can you make a i guess it's a grit roll Ugh, seven can you first of all can you tell me what it is you're specifically looking for i'm looking for things in which might help us look more adult okay so we belong um, a little bit better so you start rifling through eventually you come across an old bin liner stuffed with an assortment of clothes you find a couple of old ties you find a few dress shirts and you find a rather dated looking double-breasted suit 
from probably around the 1940s. Okay, okay. So this is a, this is a start. Alright. Um, let's see. Got it. Since Octavio's not home, I'm gonna go and raid his closet too. Alright, so, I mean, this doesn't need a roll. You head down to Uncle Tommy's room, you open his wardrobe, and yeah, uh, there's all the stuff that Uncle Tommy normally wears in there. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah, um, probably just grab an assortment. I haven't decided on anything quite yet. Um, then going over to my room and finally digging through a little bit of my stuff. I'm going to start like, just like laying, laying stuff out and like looking at it. Okay, um, make a brains roll for me, please. Three. This is all very good stuff. Your best guess would be that the suit will probably fit you. It doesn't look particularly de rigueur. It is very old and a little bit frayed around the cuffs. But that's about the most kind of adult thing okay. that you could fit in. I'm assuming, I'm assuming like Dave's got like a mirror on the wardrobe or something, right? Yeah, there's a mirror in your room. Okay. So Dave's going to turn and like... Look at them, yeah, like, oh, wait. I'll do something about my stupid face. Um, is that Snuffles with me? Yeah. Okay. So, um, like, be like, alright, you know what? You know what? I don't need, I don't need book club to learn magic. She said, creativity does magic. Huh? Huh, Nettles? And that way, creativity does magic. I'm creative. I can do magic. I can do whatever I want. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do magic. And you're gonna help me. You know that thing that you do that makes people feel good? I'm gonna do that while I try to do a magic. <laughs> okay. So, you're gonna have to spend some of Nettle's psychic points. That's fine. I will do that. I'm doing that. It's done. Okay. Nettle's stops licking his ass. And starts licking my hand. <laughs> <laughs> How many psychic energy are you spending? I can I can choose an amount. Yes, you can. Uh, from my personal pool? Um, no, it will be from Nettle's pool. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. Fuck it. I'm using three. I'm just so... gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna close my eyes. I'm gonna focus really hard on having. A less crap face. Okay. Um, can you... What is this? Do you know what? It is great. It's that determination to, to do something that you've never done before. So roll grit for me. Okay. I can do magic. I can do whatever I want. I can do magic. I can do whatever I want. That's a nine. I'm going to slap all seven of my adversity tokens onto it. Okay, so that's 16 plus three psychic energy for the boost of euphoria that Nettles gives you. You gaze intently into the mirror and you believe with every fiber of your being that you can do magic. And as you gaze into the mirror as you begin to think how can I age myself 
you feel a warm glow begin to course through your body. The effects of nettles hit you and you begin to notice at the very corner of your eyes you begin to develop very faint laughter lines like crow's feet um, which just aid you just a fraction but that's it and they're still there they're still there <laughs> I did a magic <laughs> 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 just like picks up nettles like just like holding them up there's just like I did a magic <laughs> nettles I did a magic did you like turns points them at the mirror did you see that I did it's still there nettles farts <laughs> <laughs> holy crap uh I'm gonna I'm feeling, I'm feeling powerful now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick up the mirror. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna try to ring up, ring up Sally. Right, just to put this into perspective, okay? So Dee has managed to do a, mon- a minute piece of magic, which is a big thing, which is really cool. But the reality is, you still look like a fourteen-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that. I mean, there is definitely a glamour of sorts has taken place and it's a combination of nettles's power your belief in creativity and imagination combined with the knowledge that you are aware that magic exists that has created this okay so yeah i'm uh, i'm 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 uh we'll call up sally on my mirror phone or at least i'm gonna try because I can do magic now. Okay, can you... What did we say it was? Was it brains? Yeah. Yeah, so yes. roll brains as well. Ugh. So mean. I got one. Oh. I dropped, I dropped the mirror. <laughs> as you begin to stare in the mirror to try and contact Sally, you get so distracted by the fact that you've made this slight change to your face that you can't concentrate and you don't have the focus in order to communicate. Oh, sad times. Yeah, I, I just I throw the mirror in my bag and I start. I don't know. I don't know where Sally's at. No, you don't. Like so, like I start. I get outside and I start running and I stop. I'm like, I don't know where she's at. Why am I running? I have a bike. <laughs> what am I doing? I did a magic. Go get a broomstick. Uh, I don't. What was I even doing beforehand? <laughs> disguises. I need to get his disguise to Sally. We gotta find a way. To... Uh, we gotta teach her how to change a face. Uh, do you branch back inside to try to keep practice and changing? Okay, so you're gonna keep practicing, Sally. What are you doing? I'm 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 staring intently at the mirror. I want to try using the mirror again because I feel like it's my best bet. Okay. So make that brains roll for me, please. Seven. You manage to create a smoky haze in the mirror, but it's still not quite enough to contact the knucker. As you're mooching around, staring at this mirror, you're interrupted by another loud noise. It's the disciples again. They're, they're clearly on one today because they decide to do a loop-de-loop. 
<laughs> of the roundabout and they are just making as much noise as possible. They all drive off in separate directions off from the roundabout and they, there seems to be hell up and people are coming out of their, their houses and cars are having to pull over and everybody just seems to be distracted and just getting annoyed by these guys just causing carnage. Amazing. What would you like to do? I mean what I'd like to do is try and flag them down but Sally is far too scared for that. So okay. maybe it's kind of ner nervous wave. So you give a little wave and you spot Cassie's motorbike and as it drives around for the final time passes you, Cassie gives a slight mock bow as she tears off down Columbus Road. I'm going to call that a win. <laughs> yeah, you're slowly becoming friends with the disciples. Yay! They're still terrifying to me. Yes, they are. So what do you want to do now? Um... Well, since communicating is getting nowhere, I'm going to sit down, open my notebook, and write Plume of the Host about a thousand times. Okay, yep, no problem. Doodling pictures of feathers and smoke and, you know, things. Can you make a brains roll for me? I can try, but roll 20 is not cooperating. That's a four! Would you like to spend any adversity tokens? I'm going to dump all six into it and make it into a ten. So you're looking at your feathers and your smoke and your phrase, plume of the host, plume of the host, when you think, actually, do you know what I should do? Maybe get a clear definition of what these words mean. To the library. Doo-loo-loo. All right, so you're going to the library? Yes. Assuming it's still open, which it might not be if it's like, Six. You might get there if you run. I'm going to run. Roll flight. Yay. I can do that one, maybe. Oh, that is an exploding flight. I run like the wind and I rolled a 28. Damn. Is that 28 or 29? It's 29. Uh, it's 28 because I, yeah. I only get the plus one once. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, so you tear off to the library, like convinced that this is going to be the answer to all your... Like, Eureka! You get there and you can see that Cole the librarian is at the point where he's doing his last few jobs for the day as you burst in. He looks up at you and he was like, Oh, it's you again. Hey, can I can I check out a dictionary? Please. Um, I'm afraid you can't check out reference books, but you you can certainly look at it. Okay. I'll, I'll be quick. Thank you. Okay. You head on over to the dictionary and you thumb through. What are you looking for? Um, first, I'm going to look for plume. Plume. Okay. So you look up the word plume. Much of it is what you've seen before. A large conspicuous or showy feather, a cluster of distinctive feathers. It's also a token of honour or prowess. So it's all very feather related. Very feathery. Okay. What about host? Host. So you begin to thumb through and look up the word host. You see several different things. It talks about a person who talks to guests on a radio or television program. You also see it's biological. So the host of a, of a parasite, for example. You also notice that 
it can mean an army or a multitude. So, radio presenter, I've met one of those, and an army, that's, the, that's possibly the guard. But what plumes do they have? What plumes? As you continue to look at the definitions, there's a couple of examples of how this word is used. And one of the phrases does in fact link to plume. It's a phrase you've heard before, although you don't remember where, and that is a host of angels. And I'm going to leave it there for tonight. Hmm. That's a problem. Why is that a problem? You know, if any time like, a group of angels comes down, that's usually a bad thing. <laughs> like, like good things don't tend to happen when angels get involved because it's usually very fire and brimstone yeah yeah that could be what was scratched out of the painting though uh-huh. things coming down so yeah a rift in the sky so the feather of an angel where are you going to find one of those I have no idea have you got any ideas? Any? I feel like a feather has been mentioned somewhere. I just, I cannot remember where. Maybe I'm just being crazy. Well, we'll, um, we'll investigate more uh, next week. Um, as usual, we haven't gone anywhere near where, where I wanted to finish tonight, but that's Yay! fine. <laughs> um, so next week, we definitely have to do the meeting. Yeah. Right. We we definitely got <laughs> a little bit distracted with goofs. My bad. Yeah. But that <laughs> but was fun. They were that was fun. fun. I did enjoy that. Alright, so as usual, if you haven't already done so, do follow us on Twitter. It's at Brits underscore bikes. If you want to follow me, my name is at Jimmy Sprinkles. That's two S's at the end, which kind of makes it Jimmy Sprinkless, but you know, that's fine. Eve, where can we get hold of you? At Copper Harpy, that's copper as in the metal, harpy as in the bird monster. And Sally, you... I'm an internet ninja. Yeah. I I do not exist. And obviously, if you are liking our little stories and our adventures that are going on, do feel free to subscribe to our Patreon, which you can reach at Patreon slash Brits on Bikes. Is there anything you would like to talk about this week? Any great podcasts you've been listening to? I am brain farting. Uh, there's a Chechias. Um, oh, dice out. Yeah, dice out now. Game dong. Yeah, yeah. Did we talk about that one already? I no, but I, I actually listened to it the other week. Yes, they're quite fun. Highly recommended, and definitely friends of the show. They are. We love them, and Checha always does some awesome fan art for us as well so if you um, fan art yeah we love it cat have you had a chance to listen to any pet no, podcast this month don't ask me <laughs> okay. i'm bad at listening to things i read books she, she doesn't even listen to our podcast no she doesn't although to I'm be fair sorry. I, I don't okay. either you edit it you have to listen to I it i know after after editing it i'm just like i'm done i'm done um no i do go back to it sometimes it's on my okay, to-do list. So I'm I'm going to give a quick plug to a podcast that we actually advertised last episode or the episode that just aired. 
I believe, which is 1237 pod. If you like your um, audio fiction with a bit of time travel, I highly, highly recommend it. It is a wonderful story. They're just about to start their second season. It's a really, really mm-hmm. good one. A lovely cast of characters. Have you listened to it? Yeah. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? enjoying it. Very sweet. And I think um, Val is possibly one of my favourite characters ever as well. She's badass. Anyway, that's enough rambling from me. Thank you once again for listening. We do hope you will return. And as always, keep on biking. Bye. 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 Nineteen sixty-five, Swampskit, Massachusetts. Hey, cousin. Hey, cousin. That's Cat and Randall. They're from Texas. Um, hi, Mary Sue. Garrett has a thing for Mary Sue. It's Mary. Mary does not have a thing for Garrett. In fact, Mary has a thing—a very secret thing—for Walter Green. Of course, she does. So does Meg. But none of that matters, because Walter Green is missing. What? Oh my. You had me. He's missing, and you're all suspects. Sir, I believe suspects. you're mistaken. On what grounds? I'd like to see your badge, please. Cousin Cusshole. It's possible Officer Ross isn't looking in the right place, because Walter, well, he disappeared near the woods. And that group that lives in the woods, they're different. Hollow, tell him what you told me. Um, I'm a witch? It's Kids on Bikes, available wherever you get your podcasts.